0: Hello
1: and welcome to our first podcast talking about movies. I'm I'm Jason. I'm Judy. I like movies.
0: I also like movies.
1: So let's talk about movies.
0: It feels weird that you're calling it a podcast.
1: It's it's a soundcast. It's,
0: it's a it's a conversation. It's
1: a conversation okay. that we're recording. That we're recording for the first time. We've never done this before. So if it sounds stupid, that's your fault.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, so. I think for the first podcast, for the first talking conversation about movies that we're recording, um, Alien is probably a perfect choice.
0: Well, and, and we should preface this by saying that although Jason and I have both seen many movies, we are very different in the types of movies we've seen. Yes. And like he has a very wide range and so do I and there, we each have some gaps in our movie knowledge.
1: I have fewer gaps. <laughs>
0: Maybe you have fewer gaps. I don't know. Maybe if we get started on the Korean cinema, you might have Fine. a few more. <laughs> okay, you
1: win in that regard. But the, the key point here is you, until tonight, had never seen Alien.
0: It's true. I'd never seen Alien. We've been talking about it for a while. Yes. And
1: you, You've you never seen any of the Aliens.
0: No, never. Like, Why would I watch any of the other ones right. without starting well, with this one?
1: Just so everyone at home knows, I'm not going to let her watch... 3 and 4 because obviously there's no point but I'm going to make her watch Aliens which is the James Cameron sequel of course uh, and we will hopefully also do a conversation um, about that one so as we, well.
0: So we shouldn't watch 3 and 4. Should we be watching Prometheus or should we just not at all?
1: Um, well, I'll. You guys should comment on that one. I'm kind of up in the air. Um, I have the 3D version we could watch it. My... Well, you
0: must have thought it was worth watching, then, if you bought it.
1: Oh, uh, you've seen how many movies I own. Mean. Anyways, um, so, what did you think of this movie?
0: Well, I was kind of blown away.
1: Really? This honestly. Is, this is good.
0: Yes, because I had heard a lot about Alien. I'd read a lot about it. I knew basically what it was about, and I've seen so much horror and so much sci-fi, and... I felt myself genuinely on the edge of my seat wow. scared and impressed throughout most of this movie as Jason can attest to considering I yelled many times
1: You you did I was <laughs> it was great watching it with you I really enjoyed all the times that you yelled the the thing that I think you yelled at the most was was when you found out that Ash was a robot That,
0: that, that like destroyed me
1: You you were like Legitimately shocked, and yeah, so you you cause yeah. you thought that he was actually being controlled by the aliens somehow. Well,
0: because like so, all of a sudden, you know, Ripley is trying to gain data from Mother, right? As I understood it,
1: yeah, you get and it
0: right. like she's the, the, there's something blocking her, and Ash comes in, and you know, I thought he was kind of sleazy throughout the entire movie. I thought that maybe he just had some kind of vested corporate interest. Well, there's that. Where where there was, but I didn't really understand like that it was that literal (laughs) um, in terms of, you know, his allegiance to the company. But I just thought, you know, all of a sudden she runs off, she comes back, she sees some white stuff (laughs) drooping down his forehead. And I was like, what? And then she kind of Freaks out and then he's throwing her across the room yeah. and it, it came out of nowhere.
1: It's a bit left field.
0: Yeah, it came out of absolutely nowhere. And I, so I thought, did I miss something? And all of a sudden, like he's acting totally weird and he's moving all strangely. So I thought the alien's inside him; he's controlling him. <laughs> the alien went inside John Hurt too. <laughs> so <laughs> I, then, I don't know and, how it could happen.
1: And then even when his head popped up, Oh yeah, and you then were still shocked. Oh you yeah, didn't know what you were looking. I at. literally
0: had no idea what was going on. Like Parker, like chops his
1: head off and
0: there's <laughs> karate, chop. karate chops his head off his head is hanging off his body there's it didn't even look like a robot it looked like an organic robot it, right. like it does right. not look like what you are used to when it comes to a robot and i was i was yelling for like a good
1: yeah 10 I, seconds i was i was laughing a lot because <laughs> it was hilarious to just because you weren't even scared you were just screaming i was, I was just shocked you were so shocked um but I think the interesting thing that you just brought up about Ash being this organic, mechanoid robot kind of goes back to another point, point in the movie that you were really shocked about, which was the space jockey, the big thing in the chair.
0: Yeah, so that part, I'm not even quite sure what to make of it, even in the end, because that thing was enormous. Yeah. So I was like, is that yeah. a person? Yeah. Is that is that a person in an escape pod? Right. Is this something very ancient? Is it another alien? I had no idea what to make of it. And that whole cave area or whatever, I mean, they they called it a cave, but it looked extremely manufactured. Like, I noticed that there were all these parts of the floor that looked like they were part of a ship almost on the inside. Like, it didn't look, it looked like kind of an organic alien vessel. Right. It didn't look like anything that was natural necessarily.
1: Yeah, it was like these weird catacombs.
0: Yeah, exactly. Catacombs is the right word.
1: Yeah. So, I think I think the interesting thing about this this movie is definitely the production design. I know I kept like mentioning it to you. Like I was like, "Look at this scene! Look at this shot!" Oh but yeah, you know, yeah, you're going there's, crazy. There's so much stuff. stuff. So I think it's this really interesting gothic horror set in space. Yeah, and for sure. in which the you know all of the usual trappings like the haunted house and the the catacombs and. These like gothic arches and spires and height and these kind of sublime architectural aspects. All of these get imported and kind of adapted into a twenty third century context. It's like the you know, the anti Star Trek.
0: I totally agree. It was it it very much reminded me of like a Crimson Peak esque
1: right. Gothic horror yeah.
0: Baroque like mansion. It we, but we can do it. For a the set design, maybe I, but yeah, like I I thought I thought that I was scared of the atmosphere as much as I was of the sort of impending doom right. of the alien lurking around every right. corner. Um, and weirdly enough, I don't know if this is just me, but I actually found the alien to be a bit of a vulnerable creature. <laughs> <for> <laughs> of it. Like, not vulnerable. Obviously, it was killing everyone. But <laughs> when I say vulnerable, I mean it's a baby. Okay. It's hatched out. It's birth is disturbed by John Hurt. It's just trying to get born. It latches onto his face, probably as a survival mechanism. (laughs) Okay. And then it erupts from his stomach, and I swear to God, that thing looked a little bit cute.
1: Everyone else who watches that movie, I think, is pretty disturbed and disgusted. And you were just like,
0: "Oh, oh," Because it had little teeth and stuff. Yeah, you, like just, it was...
1: you thought it was the most adorable thing, and then when it like, skittered did. off... Yeah, you, skittered off was the best was like, part. You looked like you wanted to pet it.
0: I, I maybe did a little bit. Yeah, which yeah. I
1: think is not a normal reaction. I think it, I've never heard it described in that way that... His birth was disturbed by John. <laughs> it <Hurt>. was though. <laughs> Pe- people should put that on a T-shirt. His birth was disturbed by John. Well, Hurt.
0: it's like it—it it just seems to me that it's Ash describes it as you know, it's it's perfect and it's it's yeah. hostile and all of that, yeah. and I'm like. Yeah, it's hostile. It just, like, got, you know, <laughs> ripped from its...
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> I see. Okay. ...ripped from its birthing so place. So it's a, it's, a, it's a nurture versus I'm nature I'm a little bit argument. sympathetic towards the alien, if I If it have to had say. just been born under better circumstances, it might not have been a psychopathic flesh-eating monster. No,
0: I'm sure it still would have been, because that's right. his nature. I'm sure, right. it, like, it wants to feed off of other live organisms. But yeah. especially the part in the end where it's in the escape pod, I kind of... it looked like it was just trying to, like take
1: out. <laughs> I'm well, serious actually, you're, you're right it because really... the 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 script I think uh talks about how it's it's preparing for sort of stasis itself yeah. and so the, the sort of suggestion is if if she hadn't kind of come over there and disturbed it in the same way that if they hadn't come over in the beginning and disturbed the slumber mm-hmm. none of this would have happened so there's this continual disturbance of slumbers and existences I've just never heard it phrased well, in those ways i'm not gonna
0: but, lie I, this isn't the first time i felt this way about a horror or a fantasy movie where i will often just think okay here's this species kind of mining its own business evolving in the way that it's supposed to and humans right. come and disturb it like that is the plot of basically every horror movie well
1: especially uh, like texas, creature texas chainsaw massacre yeah which yeah is what this movie weirdly scott actually said that when he was making this movie he was trying to do an updated version he wanted it to feel in the in the genre of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And in mm-hmm. that one, it's these stupid hippie youngsters who just, like, yeah. break into this farmhouse. They're and of being course, total shitheads. Yeah, and they, like, violate the sanctity of his space. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Leatherface just sort of reacts in kind. I'll teach you kids. Yeah. By, and it does. <laughs> yeah. So talk a bit more about the birthing scene. Because you didn't seem shocked. Did uh, you know that that was coming? With or? the egg? Well, you can talk about that, but also the, the chestburster scene that, where the thing oh, comes yeah. out of John Hurt.
0: Yeah, that was, that part was kind of like the alien. Well, first of all, I knew that the alien was inside him. Right. That just seemed obvious to me. Right. Um, and when he was fine, I felt like there's a moment where he's eating and he's taking a lot of food onto his plate in a sort of fast He's, he's doing it quickly, and Ash looks over at him, and he's, like, paying attention to him. Right. I don't know if it was just me who noticed that, but he's really looking at him and yeah. paying attention to him. no, I
1: think the suggestion was that whole corporate
0: He was kind of, like, waiting interest. for something to happen. Yes. Yeah, so then, you know, he starts eating, and he starts choking, and I think to myself, okay, whatever's inside of him is obviously surviving on his organs or something like that, right. and introducing food which is this foreign object is disturbing it so it has to get out now
1: interesting so
0: that's why i thought that it broke out of his chest
1: that's really see i think for me and i think a lot of the audience just understood it as a gestation period and that it just so happened that while they were eating it, it burst out but that's okay um but you didn't know that there was a thing like you didn't know anything about the chest burst scene somehow like I don't no, know. No, no, I you, had no idea that that was going to happen. How you get how many ever years of your life you <laughs> lived without knowing that that was a thing?
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't expecting it.
1: I think everyone at home should know that Judy has been living under a rock. So this yeah, is yeah, yeah.
0: I've seen a lot of movies no one's ever heard of, but I somehow missed the chest bursting.
1: <laughs> I, I okay. So but you but again you weren't like when audiences usually see this, they are they are visibly. Disturbed mm-hmm. by this mm-hmm. and I think your reaction was just like oh how cute
0: well no I mean I was shocked because the scene was ex- itself very very violent there's blood splattering everywhere right. and they're really desperately trying to get the spoon in his mouth so he doesn't bite his tongue off I'm guessing and that whole part was extremely shocking the only part of it that I thought was less shocking a little bit cute was just the little alien because it just pops out and it's got right. his little teeth and it's just like right. Like it just it was it was a little bit I mean, maybe had I seen it in the seventies I wouldn't have thought, like, oh how cute.
1: Well, I, but, think the, I think the chest burster scene in this in the next movie is a lot less. Oh, cute. there's
0: another chest bursting scene. Of
1: course, of course, this is a staple okay. of the franchise.
0: Oh, I see. It's okay. a
1: lot less cute, and I wonder. So, you know, check back, guys. I want to see what she makes of <laughs> what
0: I think of it. Well, now I'm kind of. of like, um, well, now I'm going to ex- expect it a little bit.
1: I'm very excited for you to watch Aliens because I think I want to almost get a pre-assessment interview with you and see <laughs> what you think this movie is going to be.
0: Well, I don't know if if my sort of memory of sequels serves me ripley is gonna be in it again she's gonna you have don't even know that that is incredible experience. it is
1: incredible to me that because i've been watching these movies <laughs> since i was a kid i've seen these movies like i think maybe over 50 times each the first two i mean yeah um even the third one i think i've seen maybe 30 40 times you don't then even they- like it I don't even like it, but mm. I, I just can't get enough of these movies. But the fact that you don't even know that Ripley is going to be in the movie—well,
0: I'm just assuming she is because she's the main character and she survived. That just makes sense to me. Of course. But yeah, no, I don't know anything for sure because I'm I haven't so seen it. I'm so excited. So,
1: so I think we should do a, a, a more intense, in-depth. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some probative questions here about what you think is gonna be in the sequel, and then we'll compare it with what actually shows up.
0: I wanna. Talk a little bit more about the dynamic of all the characters in the movie. Because I thought it was super interesting. Okay, talk about that. I thought it was super interesting that... In the beginning, Ripley's all, these are the quarantine procedures. And in my mind, I'm like, yep, that makes sense. Why would you bring somebody <laughs> with an alien on their face right. into your ship? Like, right. that makes zero sense. I would have left him outside. I'm sorry, I would have. Then, freaking Ash overrides her. Yeah. And he annoyed me throughout the entire movie. Like, I didn't, I had no idea he was a robot, but he just annoyed me completely. So you
1: can't even say, ugh, men, because he's not really a man. He's not
0: really a man, but he's just so. He's a man bot. He's a man bot. No, he he was just he was just very undermining, and I didn't like him. I liked Dallas though, yeah, because he was like obviously had the leadership qualities, got along with everybody, actually listened to everybody when they talked. So I was like, I liked him more. The other the others I didn't have much of a you know they don't develop them as much I would say, which always happens on in movies with like a crew. You know, there's a few that they focus on and a few that they kind of leave out.
1: When I first watched the movie. Again, I was—I think it was twelve or something—when I saw it. So many, many years ago, I was kind of. Annoyed by the characterization Simply because I didn't think there was much of it I almost didn't realize there were characters in this movie a lo- I think a lot of it is just The rhythms of this movie are very different So that it doesn't have these Ooh, this is like the Sophie's Choice moment for mm-hmm. Ripley You know, it, it's just more like
0: but the, I found that she was extremely Hard-ass throughout the entire movie yeah. Like she took no shit well, at any point
1: The the tagline for Aliens Do you know what it was? No. The bitch is back What? Yeah
0: Are they talking about the alien or her? We
1: don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. The bitch is back.
1: Wonderful ambiguity about who the bitch is.
0: Well, it's kind of weird, though, because, like, obviously something like that nowadays would never fly. Like, you could never do something like that now. Because now people would be all like, oh, so a tough independent woman is a bitch now. Well, so this is a really
1: interesting thing about this movie and the period at which it was uh, released is that... You know, any woman who exerted any sort of independence or authority was either a shrew or a bitch or just somehow worthy of contempt, or for... like overly
0: masculine. Or yeah, something. or had to be,
1: or had to be a, ma- a masculine character. Like mm-hmm. in the original screenplay, Ripley was actually written as a man, and then Ridley Scott looked at it and he said, "Why don't we just cast a woman at this? Like I've seen this played by a man yeah. so many times." Yeah, and they literally didn't rewrite the script in the least. It yeah was, because her gender doesn't even
0: really play into it yeah. like none of no one's gender in this movie right. plays into their characterization at all. Yeah.
1: So it's, so that twist when Dallas dies Mm -hmm. was for the audience quite a shock because they were expecting he was going to be because he's like he
0: seems like the male heroic character that's going to make it to the end and he's not even like the second last one to die like like the third one to die overall or something
1: but were you surprised that he died or i was
0: surprised he died so soon okay i did okay there's one thing i knew about the movie um i only knew this because weirdly enough um when i'd seen cabin in the woods and uh, at the very end, Sigourney Weaver comes out. Wait, oh. Have you seen it? Am I spoiling it No, for no, no. I've seen okay. it, but
1: you might be spoiling it for the audience. Spoiler oh. alert. Spoiler um, alert.
0: It doesn't, that doesn't give anything no, away, No, really. everyone
1: knows that Sigourney Weaver's in that movie. Yeah,
0: she's like literally just at the very end for like a cameo. But I was watching it with my friend, and he loved that. And he said something like, oh, that makes total sense. Sigourney Weaver is like the last girl. She, she's always the last girl, the last survivor.
1: She's only been in one horror. Series. Well, I don't know. He said She's not that She's always the last. I survivor. don't know what he
0: meant by that, but he said that, and it was like apparently this trope, and I was well, like, it, oh, it, yeah, okay. okay. So I knew she was going to be the last one. I, I mean, knew it,
1: she would survive. It's Statistically, like even within the Alien franchise, it's statistically not true. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, either way, I misunderstood that, or I was misinformed. No, I still you were misinformed. Knew, I still knew she was going to be the last one, and that she would survive.
1: Okay all right
0: i knew that going in that is literally the only thing you have to hunt
1: your friend down and murder him for ruining the surprise of this movie
0: yeah i don't know yeah i I don't know like i I still enjoyed it just the same without knowing she was gonna survive i was still like very scared the whole time for her especially especially at the end it's like you really really feel that she struggled so hard to get into that pod and and okay the ai mother yes What was the deal with that? I'm trying to figure out, you know, right at the beginning you see that there's an AI and they call it Mother. I kind of thought that that would have more of a role in the movie.
1: Right. But there was a bit of that towards the end when Ripley is, like, two seconds late in overriding the distress sequence. And and, and Mother's like, like, yep, sorry, you had had five minutes. You missed it. But the you thing is, that.
0: I didn't even see that as, I understand that Ripley was was angry, but it was more like she seemed angry at the situation because Mother had right. never shown any, like, sentience. But, so it's but, like, it's a program. I think It this can't give her two more seconds. An
1: interesting sort of parallel to Ripley's behavior in the movie where Mother is like, no, this is protocol. You have five minutes. Yeah, You miss the five minute window. Right. And Ripley and is all like, about the protocol the I'm beginning. not, yeah, I'm yeah. not opening this thing because of the quarantine. So it's just this kind of transposition of of anxieties from like the people from ripley and then ripley from the computer like everyone is always screwing somebody else over in this movie
0: yeah i guess like her anger at it at the end was kind of justified and uh, i just felt so frustrated on her behalf because she's literally just like she turns it on she reads the directions she comes back she has to come back yeah god
1: Okay, let's talk about the alien, because alien, okay. we haven't talked anything about the full-grown... Right.
0: Full, okay, yeah, the full-grown alien. It grew really, really fast. Yeah, I were, was super surprised. You were
1: surprised. I think that was like the most... Like, you weren't surprised that... Uh, <laughs> Parker? No, uh, uh... I can't remember his name. The, uh, What's his name? Which guy. The guy with the hat.
0: Hawaiian shirt?
1: The Hawaiian shirt man.
0: <laughs> I don't know his name. Ah,
1: this is gonna... I know I'm going to get a lot of comments People, are, maybe no comments I don't know if I'm going to listen to this but that guy's name the Hawaiian shirt man Hawaiian shirt man when he died, you were more surprised at the size of the creature... Oh, yeah. ...than the fact that the creature was there. Like, you knew the creature was going to show oh, up. Oh, I
0: knew that, yeah. You I were knew... just like...
1: You, you were literally like, how did it get so big?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was not surprised at all that the creature... The rest of the movie would be the creature hunting them down. Okay. Simply because it essentially incubated as much as it needed to. Yes. And then it kind of escaped and... Went through like eighteen stages of formation before you see it again. Right. Maybe they just didn't want to do different stages of the alien. I don't know. But it, yeah. the the alien also just seemed like an angry teenager. Like it didn't actually seem fully grown. You know
1: that's a very interesting. I don't think anyone's ever explored it from like I know the later movies don't explore as though this might not have been the final adult phase. Of I don't the think creature. so at all. Not enough time. Passed that's by. so cool because it's always treated like that. That that oh, is really. the final form had yeah. Reach full maturity, but I. This is really cool. I, I almost. I've never thought of it. That I'm almost way, hoping but...
0: that in the sequels, there's like a bigger alien, like okay. a more adult, bigger alien. Right. Like it wakes up in like it's some totally foreign place. Slumber
1: by John her Oh yeah. my God! I keep going. It like this. totally like wakes up in people. this
0: unfamiliar place and has to use a human to incubate itself. Right. It feeds off its organs. Then it runs off to I'm hibernate
1: alone. Yeah, like to right. hibernate
0: in a little part of the ship. Yeah. And then it like grows. Then the
1: Hawaiian shirt guy comes it, looking it for a cat and it goes and wakes through its up.
0: growing pains all by itself. Oh
1: my god, yeah, then, that would be horrible. Like
0: I'm not even kidding. Like it literally. So I it would literally just
1: attack John uh, not uh um Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirt, man.
0: Someone's gonna get really mad and I just know. be <laughs> like this <after> actor's name.
1: <laughs> I know, I, this is Yeah, and then and then at the end of the movie he's like just the, the aliens just trying to go back to sleep and like Ripley just won't let it be. She's well, just like, No, get out of my
0: ship. Well, it's like, no, at that point, I mean, I obviously like didn't want her to die and I sympathized with her, but it was also just like, so I I felt two things at that moment. When you see the alien kind of curled up and sleeping like that, all I could think was the alien just found the smallest little corner of the ship that nobody was on and kind of snuck in there. I didn't think the alien was maliciously trying to sneak onto the pod with her.
1: Yeah. I literally was like
0: non-noisy, not full of fire (laughs) place to hang out. And then I felt also a little bit bad for it as she shoves it out because that's the first time you see the full body. Right. And it's like,
1: why was that important for you to see the full body?
0: Because up until that point, there were many close-up shots of the mouth.
1: oh yeah, a lot and of the mouth.
0: head. And the tail whip thing. It almost seemed less intimidating when you could see the whole body, to be honest. Because before it was like you could only see little bits and you could imagine that it was super enormous and ominous. And then you see it and it kind of looks like a bit of like a dummy that's like hanging out of the ship. I'm not sure how they did that part.
1: The ship was... At the, top, at the ceiling, and they just had him hanging on a wire.
0: Is somebody in the alien?
1: Yeah. Anyway, so he's in a suit, but he was like right. a seven-foot-tall man who was right. literally, they found him in a bar simply because he was this, like, gangly creature of a man. And they mm-hmm. were just like, do you want to be an alien in a motion picture? And he was like, uh, okay. Probably. I have aspirations to do just that. And they were like, <laughs> great, here, let's put some... He had, like, 18 different pieces of latex appliances put mm-hmm. onto his body awesome. so that like and if you watch like the behind the scenes this man is is not a human being in terms of his physique it's right like a very right. he's enormous but it's just like his features are so unbelievably thin and so uh, he's like slender man he's like yes yeah, <laughs> he oh, yeah. so created a new internet meme so ridley scott found that even with all of the thing like it was a guy in a suit but even knowing it was a guy in a suit, just looking at it, it was, it's not a guy in a suit because nobody looks like that. Yeah, They kind of get away with that. I agree with you that showing the full creature kind of diminishes it. And that, I think that's a problem with some of the sequels is that mm-hmm. you see it in like full regalia and you're, it just becomes yeah. less and less frightening because you can kind of put all the pieces together
0: yeah exactly when you just compartmentalize with individual pieces so much is left to your imagination and it's like for me that's a lot scarier
1: there's so much like uh you know these kind of like lacanian snippets of this thing like you you never get this kind of full gestalt of the creature and so Mm -hmm. you create this sum total of all of these various shots that you've scene, you create this kind of assembly
0: yeah, of a terrifying
1: beast and so when you just see this frail thing just sort of slip like, out of it. And a... that's
0: the first time you see the whole body when it's hanging off a wire, so it's also yeah. a very vulnerable position. Yeah. It's about to die. I
1: feel like it, it was almost like they weren't worrying about sequels, they were just like no, you've, Let, you've, well, you've watched it for two hours I you think just it was creature. like
0: I think it was like, show us the full creature so we can see it die, so that we can confirm Right,
1: it's like the Michael Myers thing Like you have to yeah. like, blow it up with a new Nuclear weapon. Yeah, like if just you, so you don't can make see it absolutely that way, then sure. It didn't happen. It's not dead. It's still alive. Although, you know, thinking of alternatives, I would love to see a movie in which that alien is not dead, he's just severely burnt and seeking uh-huh. revenge.
0: Seeking revenge. Seeking revenge. Still but, like, angry. I guess I don't really even think of the alien as someone who, like, had a vendetta against these people. No, that was the like really that.
1: interesting thing that Ash talks about in mm-hmm. the movie is that he doesn't have no conscience. There's no sort of animus driving this creature. It's literally just this sort of biomechanoid weapon. Yeah, it's just like a carnal... Very libidinal, man, talking well, about Lacan. Yeah.
0: I, uh, I wonder, like, so the company sent him... On their mission because Dallas had mentioned that their other science officer yeah. got swapped out. Yeah, last and I wasn't minute. quite sure like if that was relevant at the time, but I'm just thinking so they sent him so that he could bring it back so yeah. they could study it. Yeah, who is this company? Well, this is why a, do they want this this to study is, this? Is this?
1: So this is now I don't want to spoil too much for you, but the the new trilogy of movies that Ridley Scott is making is all about sort of answering all these.
0: What do you mean the new trilogy?
1: Because there's that, like, Alien Covenant that's coming out next year. And...
0: Oh, wait, wait. So, it, wait, is this connected to, like, Alien versus Predator? No, it's not, and, like, it's
1: not at all. All of
0: that, please, AVP?
1: N- <laughs> please <laughs> never say those words to me again. Uh, everyone involved with, like, the original franchise, except for, like, the special effects people, were like, we're not even touching this. And so uh-huh. they got Paul... W.S. Anderson to like come in and make the AVP and then AVP 2 came out which which is like the first time that it was set in suburban America and something that I had always wanted to see since I was a little kid just wondering what it would be like if aliens actually showed up on Earth. And right. it was just, like, if you if you took two people, it was made by, like, two sibling directors, because, you know, that always works out well, <laughs> but they had never made a movie before, and you could tell they clearly had no idea how to make a movie, and so, right. like, it was just this total shit show of just gore and nonsense.
0: Well, on the topic, actually, of uh, always wanting to see Aliens on Earth and suburbia... How did you feel about signs? Not that yeah. I want an entire podcast about signs. Please, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, <maybe laughs> Not should, that good of a movie. We'll, we'll
1: close that off.
0: Or we can just put signs, like, up on, up on a shelf. <laughs> we'll, we'll signpost it. We're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about
1: signs. I like, I like signs. I think it was scary. and I, I, Well, I the only it.
0: thing I wanted to mention about it, I don't want to actually talk about it much, just the idea of compartmentalizing body parts to imagine oh, what the yeah. alien would look like. Very I found so. the way they did it in that movie really effective because you see... The fingers. Yes. And you see, like, a little bit. And then you see that really, really awesome handheld video cam moment. I thought that was horrible. I thought that was the best part of the movie. I
1: liked it in theory, um, but then the actual alien itself just looks like this weird guy with a skull cap. It was just bizarre.
0: I think that the reason it was so effective was because it blended in so well.
1: I don't think it blended in well at all. I thought it was really poor CGI, and I just I think I think the music really helped sell the effect. Yeah. But I and Joaquin Phoenix's face because he's yeah. a really good actor, and watching yeah. him, like, be freaked out. And he literally has... Looks, I still
0: remember his face, like, his yeah. horrified face. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: I, I think if they had left it on his terrified face, because yeah, they, they, they cut back to yeah. the freeze frame of the alien... They
0: didn't need to cut back the to the freeze frame. And the more that you frame. saw
1: that alien, the less yeah, effective it was true. for it it me, looked, It was just fake. like, it looks really silly. It looks... I, and I don't know why they didn't just put a guy in a suit, because it looks like a guy in a suit. Only I thought it was a guy in a suit. No, it's it's a purely CGI creation, uh, so it just looks like blurry fuzz well, nonsense.
0: Because I just remember seeing the, the actual moment where the alien walks by on the handheld cam like right. recording. Right. I found it really scary just because it's so fluid and you're not really prepared for it. And it doesn't look super out of the ordinary, but you realize it is. And then you see the reaction. I didn't think you needed the freeze frame after because then you start really looking at it. You don't want to really look at it. I think I also found the suggestion of it.
1: The news reporters who were, like, prefacing it. They're like, what we're seeing appears to be genuine. Because, like, that's how news reporters talk. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: (laughs) Like,
1: it was just, so for me, it was so, it took me out of it. And I just, anyways... But there again, I think yeah, the creature sort of falls flat the more that you get to see it because there's yeah. never any effective. Um, I, I'm, yeah. I've yet to see a truly effective alien except for the aliens in The Arrival, uh, which is a new movie that's come out, which liberally borrows from the design of this movie. Oh, does it now for the aliens? Uh, if you if you haven't seen Arrival, yet, you should go watch it. It's an incredible movie. I want to see it. The aliens are.
0: Cool. I found it interesting that this alien like literally always seemed like it was covered in water a waterfall yeah <laughs> or there's like so,
1: this is interesting so much of that of, of so the, much of textures in this movie
0: i'm comparing the creature texture it looks like it has like these tectonic plates all over it tubes
1: and it has tubes everywhere it just
0: has yeah like it's just such a strange makeup of like shapes and things stuck all over it and also it's constantly wet which is again that kind of just reminds me of like it makes me think that it's young. It's like fresh Ooh, out of the oh womb. My. It's like... Oh, okay. All no, right. There. I, I know. Okay. I thought but...
1: you meant like nubile or something.
0: No, but like it's like. a young like... maiden. No, I mean like it literally right. looks like Newborn. it was just born right. still. So like it just seems super. And, and there was the sticky <sighs> shit everywhere. That's, that's fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me. <laughs> You're like, that's disgusting. No, no.
1: <laughs> I, I, I appreciate your viewpoint. I'm disgusted, but I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I think for me, so like a lot of my understanding of this movie has been definitely informed by interviews with like the makers and stuff. So right. when you hear H.R. Giger talk about his creation and Ridley talk about the alien, it's obviously just overwhelmed with phallic symbols, right? Mm-hmm. there's like penis tubes coming out of the back and stuff and, like the whole head is like a giant penis and there's that inner jaw that like shoots out. I I'm out not going like, to lie. I, I was
0: a little worried that this movie would go in the tentacle porn cult co- direction. It comes very bit. close like, when,
1: when when the alien is trying to do something with Lambert.
0: Yeah, I remember that part. That was, I was like um, where is he sticking that?
1: Interestingly, if you pay attention and Ridley Scott mentions it in the commentary, I think that shot was originally from the lion shirt guy that was from that scene and they oh. moved it i guess maybe because of the homoerotic context
0: oh um, of very the alien interesting
1: tail coming up the back and sort of because it's very because
0: i i noticed that was very deliberate and i thought to myself because then you see her face and her yeah. reaction
1: and it's and just like sounds.
0: did that just did that just go in there what and i was sounds? like are they literally it felt a little gratuitous to me because i was like are they literally just doing that because it's a woman like yeah, it's maybe i don't know it felt a little like that's interesting that they moved that shot though.
1: Because if you look at the pants, you can tell that it's his pants, not, oh, not her pants.
0: Interesting, I didn't even notice that.
1: Yeah, and the grading doesn't doesn't match either. I think I think maybe they thought we've already made the men in this room so uncomfortable by showing like a male pregnancy that we can't like go any further. They and, you? Do you find it as being
0: a male pregnancy because of the chest thing? Is that what you mean? Well,
1: because he's an he's like an incubator. He's like, yeah, he's, exactly. And this is interesting, oh, like this. You is, know, I didn't is, even think of this, it that way. This is way. what men this is what happens when men think about the idea of pregnancy. This is how it's configured <laughs> for them. It's like having a male penis grow inside your yeah, stomach and then male, shoot out of your male fucking pregnancy. Male like, pregnancy is,
0: is this scene.
1: Yes. Um, the
0: stuff of every man's nightmare. Yeah.
1: This is how we imagine female pregnancy.
0: Yeah, it's exactly like that.
1: Yeah. That's what happens. That's
0: interesting though. So people considered it to be this weird implanted incubated male pregnancy like that's
1: Yeah. Kind of I think again this is going back to the, the sort of making of some of the the crew had talked about how at that moment I think a lot of the men in the audience crossed their legs.
0: <laughs> oh my god, really? Because
1: they just felt the, well, because the the it's an oral rape, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. oral penetration, and he's inseminated. Yeah. Because it lays an egg in, or an embryo inside his his throat. Yeah. And so it's, it, it's the male fear of, like, swallowing semen mm-hmm. or any sort of, mm-hmm. like, thing. That it's just creation of life. I, like, we're just yeah. so paranoid about losing control of our bodies.
0: Well, I just realized right now that I was wrong in what I said before. Because you just were mentioning the impregnating from the mouth thing and i just r- forgot literally about the part where they find the face thing right in there it wasn't inside him i knew no. something was inside him but i right. said earlier oh th- i knew that was inside right. him." i didn't mean that i yeah. meant there was something in there yes. there's no way they just left him alone right like the alien i mean yes and then there's that little thing that it looks like a crab
1: it looks like oh yeah the yeah face that hugger. thing
0: the face thing it looks like a crab yeah then they probe it and stuff it was like it had done what it needed to do and then, and then it left. Well, so that that is how it was born.
1: Because well, I think they're drawing from like the, the insect kingdom. Right. Of, uh, oh, like the larva yeah, idea. Yeah, and uh, I don't really, I'm obviously not a, whatever those things are, <laughs> uh, an um, insect person. In, I don't, there's, a, there's a word for an insect person. Insectologist. We're going to get comments on this about what it should be. Yeah. Yeah, so they were like following through those stages. And I think that tied back into the sort of Efficiency of this species that it sort of fulfills one function each phase of the life cycle like yeah this the egg is to hold the face hugger and the face hugger is disseminate a host and the alien is to create this killing machine well it's like and what would have happened
0: like, if no human had come though like what do you think would have happened with those eggs hatching does I think, it need something to incubate
1: inside and they I it a host? I think so. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the whole point about that fine layer of mist that John Hurt talks about. Right. Where it's, once he broke that, it was like some sort of dormant uh, signal to the dormant eggs, like, oh, by the way, there's, there's a like, live organism there's here. There's an organism here. Yeah. One of you should hatch. Um, One of you
0: should tap that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they do. Yep. So they do actually address. What would happen if the alien had gestates inside of a different life form in the third movie? Oh, which is pretty much one of the only interesting things about this movie is is that do it, they
0: put it into like an animal or something.
1: I don't. Do you want me to tell you? Or do you want me to well, it for you?
0: I don't know. Are they are they worth watching? Three and four are I, not worth
1: watching, right? I, I'm almost afraid to show you because it's just such a friggin' letdown compared to right. how good one and two are. Like three and four, you kind of have to watch it enough times until you have like Stockholm syndrome. And
0: somehow because of the sets and the characters and everything like i didn't actually imagine this movie to be set in the future i'm not sure why i didn't think of it's it that way it's a very way. lived
1: in future
0: yeah like it kind of just all seemed very familiar yes because... They're we wearing have, running shoes. They're wearing Converse. That's right. That's we right. have space travel. Yes. They have 70s hair. I didn't imagine <laughs> that this movie was
1: really set in the future. So right. it
0: didn't really occur to me that they could make such an advanced robot.
1: Right. And the technology is so retro.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, it's anachronistic because like uh, everything is super retro. And then you've got like this very, very advanced... AI, almost. Yeah. It's like another AI. Yeah. That you think is a person the whole time, because I did. Yeah, I just thought he was going to die along with the rest of them. Yeah. That so, that was weird for me. Right. And I, I wondered, like, why wouldn't the company... Why would the company need to, need to build a robot to do that? Yeah. That's, why couldn't that's... they just, like, send somebody... With that specific mission in mind. Because having him be a robot is like not necessarily the plot in any way. But yeah, it, just... it was just a sort of another
1: twist. Yeah. Like another shocker. But, but an
0: awesome twist.
1: So maybe we should talk about when he's trying to kill Ripley. The way he tries to kill her. When I first saw him when I was 12, I didn't get what he was doing. I was like, "What? what is going on? Why is this happening? Like, This seems like the most ineffective way to kill someone. To be honest,
0: when he was rolling up the newspaper, my first thought is that he was just going to, like, beat her to death with it. (laughs) I'm serious. I didn't even think about him
1: choking her. One of these days, Martha. One of these days. Seriously,
0: up until he starts choking her with it. Yeah. I didn't really think that he was going to do that. Yeah. I'm not sure why. It's just not what automatically entered my mind.
1: Well, I think even even now when I was showing it to you, I was still like, this is a pretty friggin' weird scene. Like, I'm confused and I've seen this enough times. Yeah. I'm not really confused. I think I know what's going on.
0: But
1: uh, what do you think is going on? What in that do moment? I think is going on in that moment?
0: Well, I don't know. I don't really. I don't even really want to oversexualize like Alex's tendencies. Of I, that scene. Well, I
1: think that's definitely part of it, and the set design. But I wonder
0: why he does that. He it's, could have
1: done a lot of things. It's covered in like pornographic. Pictures, yeah, I could totally see that. And he rolls up a, a nudie bag. I think it's a nudie bag. I actually haven't. Like, it I didn't.
0: Might. Yeah, it might be. Of
1: all the things, it probably would have been given all the. Pornography in that room. Yeah. Um, I'm imagining that's what it is. So it's like this kind of phallic substitute. Yeah. I know I've said the word phallus way too many times. Well, no, I mean it's totally it's
0: totally a thing that's noticeable in the movie, but it's so, like he also doesn't attack anybody else.
1: Well, he grabs Parker by the boob. Does he? Yeah, he the like boob as he's like Manny boob. as he Yeah, the coder's like, no, get off her. Yeah. And then like Bilbo is just like,
0: oh no, I didn't think that was the boob. I thought that he was like trying to grab his like Chest. Well, he just, does, like,
1: but he like grabs like it's basically I thought he was a trying to like stop
0: egg's... his heart or something. Oh, maybe. it's the wrong side, but like <laughs> I, I literally was Puts thinking a little like, wrench in your theory. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. No,
1: I I just saw it as a very excessive even... groping. No, no, yeah. no, I
0: thought he was trying to stun him or something, <laughs> 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 like a ninja stun or something.
1: Okay, Vulcan neck pinch. Vulcan well, b- boob pinch.
0: Vulcan boob pinch is totally what I was thinking. Um, I think that. He does all of that out of self defense, but his goal—he never stops trying to kill Ripley. It's you he had has this some single weird mi- single-minded views of, goal of
1: agency. Like the guy is <laughs> trying to kill a woman, and people are trying to stop him, and you're like, "It's self defense."
0: <laughs> you sorry. are the worst
1: woman ever. <laughs>
0: sorry, that's not what I meant. What I meant is he is attacking Ripley, and that's his goal. And when right. he <laughs> ninja boobs <laughs> stuns Parker. It's to get him off of him so he can keep trying to kill Ripley. Right. That's what I meant. Not that he's like... I don't feel sorry for Robot Bilbo. I um, don't feel sorry see, for... See, I,
1: I really don't think he was trying to kill her in that scene.
0: I kind of think he was. I think he, he was. was
1: literally trying to have a sexual encounter with her. What? I don't and, think so at all. And, and, like, and like a teen, he was fumbly. He was, like, messing up. It was not pleasurable for the woman. It was just... <laughs> Just, I can't.
0: I can't actually believe that that's your take on it.
1: That that is my take on it because I think if he was trying to kill her as a robot, he could have just ninja chopped her, <laughs> and could have that ninja would have, her head that off. would have been the end of it. Because there's that whole thing where the camera pans around him and he's like thinking about like okay. What should I do next? And he like yeah, throws her on the in, bed. it's a very
0: interesting choice. And then
1: he's just like, okay, now what? And he like looks around and he starts fumbling with his fingers, like he wants to start masturbating or something. But he has no penis, so he rolls. How do up you know a he has no
0: penis? Maybe they made him with one.
1: Well, why wouldn't he just use his penis to? Okay, okay. Do stuff. I don't
0: want to believe that this is the case, but I think you may have something. What well, what point would it be? in Creating really... a
1: robot with a penis. He's not no, supposed to use it. No, so no, here no. he's like, forget
0: the penis comment. I think. Think you may have something with the idea that he really is fumbling his fingers and looking around kind of confused. Of course that's what and happens. And he really aggressively rolls up the magazine yeah. and I'm just but like But he looks why? very confused. Yeah like why like is he chose sure to He's almost not sure himself do.
1: why he's doing this. Yeah. And then he puts it there and as he's putting it there he's his face registering a whole bunch of really bizarre emotions like even he's like I'm sorry I don't know why I'm doing this.
0: So why do you think that the movie did that? Like, I why because do you think these that was where it went? I think,
1: I you know... was there wanna, not
0: enough sexualization. I was, I was going to say,
1: these guys are sex-crazed. There's so much sex throughout this movie, underlying, underpinning every moment in this movie. You know, when they were walking into the spaceship. And I'm like, look, it's a vaginal orifice.
0: Yeah, well, I like, thought there, well, there's so much sex. There's just a lot of, like, imagery
1: all over. I think there's a lot of sex. Yes, okay. Yeah. This is yeah. what happens when a Brit makes a sexy picture. <laughs>
0: true it, it gets it's all, all in the set pieces
1: like it's all about these like entrances and penetrations and like ambiguities yeah.
0: i don't know though I'm, I'm not i've never been a huge fan of analyzing movies in this way just because when i was doing film in my undergrad every single sci-fi movie that we watched all every anyone would talk about was the penetration and the orifices and the phallic shapes yeah and
1: it's scary man
0: yeah, it's just like the horror of the female body and all that shit. And I was yeah, just no, like, but,
1: but in this one, it's the horror of the male penis.
0: Wait, so so hold on, hold on.
1: The, the eggs look like testicular. They do. Sacks. Like
0: doesn't it's... the isn't the alien female though? Interesting. Doesn't it seem like the alien is female? I, I thought it, thought it was, it was, was. Male. I thought it was totally female. Whoa,
1: you're blowing my Whoa. mind. Whoa, why do you think it's female? Wait, but
0: what about that whole the bitch is back? Are they talking about the alien?
1: Yup. You'll see when you watch the second. Okay, okay, because I
0: really thought of the alien. I to be honest, so, I didn't. You know think, of I think the it's a, I think it's, it's male androgynous. Female. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I didn't bogey. think of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. The alien is David Bowie in this movie, and in The Man Who Fell to Earth. Yeah. He plays the same alien in both. In The Man Who Fell to Earth, he but just gets it's, himself
0: it's, a, a female <laughs> <a> bodysuit. <laughs> Not a female you know, bodysuit.
1: He, he just wears a codpiece. He whole, wears that's a codpiece. Um, that is I, horn, so, orange. As a man, I just always assume, like, oh, it's a very aggressive killer monster. Of course it's masculine. And you're seeing all that, and you're like, of course it's feminine.
0: It's such a familiar trope that, like, violent creature... In a movie is often female. They do they they do that you, in lots of movies.
1: Have you seen Species? No. Cause like Species is basically uh, Natasha Henstrich playing mm-hmm. the alien from Way. Alien. It's even like Giger actually even did the design. I think I and saw this movie
0: when I was very, a kid, actually.
1: Very well, of course you would have seen that when you were a kid, because yeah. you watch all of the most inappropriate movies as a child.
0: Isn't there some like
1: Including Flesh Gordon?
0: Oh god, that was like the best Introduction to porn experience ever. At how old? Twelve? Ever. Probably twelve. Late night pay per view. Oh. Oh. I wasn't supposed to be up. Oh, I see. <laughs> I just I, watched it.
1: I speaking of like inappropriate times watching movies, I was eight years old and I took cassette tape of Platoon up to my dad and I said, Hey dad, can I watch this movie? And he's like, <laughs> Have at it, kid, go oh, nuts. God. And I watched it and cried for like a week. And I was like, <laughs> Why are they killing everyone in Vietnam? <laughs> I didn't. I was traumatized. My oh mom my was god. so upset that my dad let me watch that. My dad was like, "Eh, he's got <laughs> to learn about. He's got to learn about someday." That was my childhood. Oh
0: but yeah, no, I I totally watched Flash Gordon because I thought I was, you know, I thought I was watching Flash
1: Gordon. Right, as as we all do.
0: Yeah, like I I opened the TV guide. Oh my god! I saw the
1: TV guide. You're the fucking dating TV yourself. guide. <laughs> I opened the TV guide. I
0: did. And I saw it. And like, I used
1: the clicker. <laughs>
0: I didn't realize that it wasn't the same movie. I was just like, oh my god, I've heard about Flash Gordon for like so long. You I've got to watch
1: it. I haven't seen Flash Gordon, okay. but I imagine if I watched Flash Gordon, I'd be more interested than watching Flash okay,
0: Gordon. Okay, so Flash Gordon is really incredible because it had, a, a, like at the time, probably the biggest... One of the biggest, if not the biggest, budgets for a porn ever made, right.
1: and they—does they, like porn?
0: Yes. Okay. I, it was produced so, by Playboy. I would say it so. Definitely I does. think
1: that might have had a bigger budget. It was like eighty-one or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. But at the time, Flesh Gordon had a huge budget, and they used a lot of the same sets, and the costumes were great, and like it was the same movie almost, except in every scene, everybody's tearing each other's clothes
1: off right. and fucking. Like, right. of course. So as it's, one does.
0: So, as a kid, I had no way of knowing that this wasn't the real movie because there were still fantasy elements (laughs) to it.
1: I I had no way of knowing that this was inappropriate adult behavior. I also,
0: literally, you don't understand, weekends at my dad's during my childhood, watching late night pay-per-view after everyone went to bed, it was the only time I was ever allowed to stay up late watching TV. I watched a whole bunch of really weird movies. That age, wow! Like I got introduced to like hippie countercultural. Anyways,
1: going back Anyways, to species, uh, species—the the, the alien creature in that, which is basically just a ripoff of Alien, is it's that the very movie? clearly female because it has giant boobs right. and like the boobs shoot out tentacles, and you literally have pe- Michael Madsen oh tentacle my God. porn. If you have ever wanted to see Michael Madsen tentacle porn, well, I'd like species. to see. I'd like to see
0: reverse tentacle porn. So yes, I think. I'd never thought about the gender throughout the movie, and then I kind of thought of it as female when mm. you said it was male. <laughs> so I didn't mean to think of it that way, but...
1: I No, I, I don't know if... They, I don't think it really matter. Like, I don't think the director was like, oh, you need to think of it this way. But I just I'm kind of surprised interesting... it's never been brought up. I think everyone just sort of assumed the default position was that it was a male, but or, or that it was that there was no gender of this creature. But I think right. if it had to be one or the other... I, or maybe I'm in the minority here. Maybe I it's a hermaphrodite. I just never... I don't know, maybe like you know I, I would be interested in seeing alien sex that would be that sounded weird. i'm sure I, there's I a
0: movie about that well, i'm they, sure they, we can find they it they get
1: kind of close and there's a, there's an orgy scene of a kind in alien 4 oh yeah if you can believe it with uh, ripley at the center is she
0: involved
1: uh, it's a french movie it's okay right that's that all one. i
0: need from that yeah
1: um it's actually the most interesting aspect of the movie Including just watching her with Winona Ryder because it's so bizarre. That Winona's Winona, in
0: that too. Winona
1: forever. Oh
0: my god, Winona! Yeah,
1: she's in it, and it looks gorgeous, but it's so dumb.
0: I love the beginning, just the right. really long tracking shots right. of the interior. I'm just like, yeah, this is this is a haunted house. Because I think,
1: like, I think a lot of people watching the movie nowadays might be really bored at that.
0: Yeah, I could have. I I pictured like. If I wasn't kind of prepared for the beginning being slow, yeah. I may have thought, yeah. oh, this is taking too long to get yeah. to yeah. whatever is supposed Cause, to happen. Because that was
1: something, for me, having seen it so many times, I kind of take it for granted. But when I was watching it with you, I was like, it takes like 45 minutes to have a jump scare in this movie. Yeah and it's a really effective jump scare but it's literally nothing truly terrifying has happened until that time and it's well, billed as a horror movie
0: nothing has nothing terrifying has happened but the reveal of that yes
1: the sort of succession of yeah that's of a little bit uncomfortable like uncomfortable places and spaces yeah
0: and like really what was that thing though
1: what thing? The Oh, the space jockey?
0: That was too big to so, be a person. So that's
1: what they explore in Prometheus and I don't think they do it very interestingly. I'm mm-hmm. really not happy with what happened there. I right. think it's or maybe it's just because I've had like twenty years to think about what I thought that creature was. And I think that the version that they presented in Prometheus was just the most banal version of what it could have been. And I was right. just, we don't need, we don't need <laughs> origin stories on everything. I don't know what that thing is. I don't. I don't like the Prometheus version of what right. that is. I want to believe something else. Like I want to believe that this guy is like some sort of bizarre astronomer or, or something.
0: I only. I. I guess I thought of it that it was a person, but maybe from so long ago and right. people were. Gigantic, because it's just way too big. It's you're, the size that really. You're, me you're out.
1: actually not far off the mark from what it turns out to be in Prometheus. Yeah, interestingly enough. Yeah, because there's got to be a
0: reason it's that big.
1: But I think Giger's original design was that it was this biomechanoid organism that was at one with its environment, like so that it was right. It looked it was, like it was fused into the chair. Sort of, you know, cohesive total organism.
0: Yeah, it definitely looked like it had fused with the chair and that it was the chair. So I think that's
1: a really interesting thing about why I find this movie so fascinating is you have these different statuses of organisms mm-hmm. in this movie. You know, you have the successive life phases of the alien creature, but you have these people who are these human organisms who keep putting on and taking off all of these different suits and the suits themselves yeah. are always these really interesting intricate textured designs of like giant bubble helmets and things and yeah so ripley strips down at the end and like removes all her layers just to put more layers back yeah. on i thought it was just... so
0: cool that she literally like covertly got into an yeah. astronaut
1: suit cool samurai outfit with like the te- tectonic chest yeah there are
0: plates all over the place yeah it oh, was very it was like, unlike so any much, that i've seen so much
1: detail that suit at the end Reminded me of the mechanoid suit that the space oh, jockey wears. So you think
0: that it was kind of like this? Oh, she's gonna be okay. So I, I... I didn't. I
1: didn't think even in terms of that. I just saw it as a sort of metaphorical uh, reference or recurrence of these right. kind of themes. Of... Well,
0: yeah. So I, I actually had this thought when she was in the escape pod. When she's kind of relaxing on the chair for the first little bit. Right. I knew the alien was in there with her. Yeah. I wasn't sure when it was going to get revealed, but yeah. I knew the movie wasn't that, over That was then.
1: actually, not. I, I want to get back to your point, but that was an unusual tactic at the time yeah. of having that sort of twist ending. And yeah. Just keep going.
0: I guess, yeah, it wasn't that common. So back for then. us now, like, it's like, of course it's in there. Of course her. it's but in there, yeah. they, were they like, just didn't feel over. Oh, it's
1: over. Yeah. Because they weren't used to it. Wait, yeah. but you just had the explosion. It's done. Yeah, anyway, exactly. so you knew it was in there, with um,
0: I knew it was in there, so I just had this moment where I thought, she's going to be on the chair, and the alien is going to, like, appear above her mm. and attack her, and... I had this image in my mind of her being attacked in a chair. I don't know if maybe I've seen an image from another movie. Interesting. Like another alien movie. That
1: actually is the original ending in the script. Oh, really? That she gets attacked and killed.
0: Oh.
1: And they, the studio was like, no, we're not having the audience sit through all of that just to have the alien rip her friggin' head off.
0: I wonder what would have been the reaction if that had happened, though, because I kind of feel like it would have been fitting. <laughs> no really like i'm glad she survived that there's sequels and everything but it seems very implausible that she survived just Why? to be totally honest because, because... He was
1: falling asleep the creature was just like i'm just like
0: yeah it wasn't it was very I, vulnerable i killed
1: five people yeah. i'm tired i'm tired <laughs> Not now honey i'm gonna <laughs> headache i'm going to sleep
0: yeah yeah i don't know had it ended with her dying in the ship i would have been just as satisfied yeah, but
1: then we couldn't have aliens so, which
0: uh, we're going to watch, and then we're I'll, gonna be, watch. I'll be and super watch, you, And you'll impressed. be
1: so happy that she didn't die in the chair. I'm
0: happy she didn't die but, now. I'm just saying if it had ended that way, I would have also been okay with it.
1: So the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, because in the end, she goes into the cryostasis inside the bedchamber chair thing, which is like just recurring back to the space jockey, who's yeah. like in his bedchamber thing, obviously with an alien embryo inside him that like burst yeah. out and killed him or her we don't know the sex of yeah. the thing or maybe they're androgynous or maybe they're pan I just love that that was
0: there and that it like it doesn't get answered like you don't yeah. know what that thing
1: was so again that was like another i think taking inspiration from 2001 and from the myth building of star wars and sort of projecting this lived in future in which a lot of the stuff that we are as an audience stumbling upon has already happened in the past mm-hmm. and we're just sort of accounting for like why does the company know that there's this ship. Like, why do they know that there's an alien specimen? Yeah, that, who
0: is the company? Who what, is the company? Why what did they the build company? a robot?
1: Well, so this is some of the stuff they try to address in Prometheus, and apparently they're going to address it more in the later films. I don't really think that well, they're I it. doing anything interesting with where they're going yeah. with it, but I'm willing to be entertained in the future with this question. But
0: Yeah, they seem to accept the reality of that really easily, though, because they're literally talking to Ash... His head.
1: I think this is a future...
0: And then they're just like...
1: In which robots are common, though. Oh, I guess so. Also, the fact that they weren't, like, friggin' shocked to see this alien makes me wonder, like, is this also a future in which aliens are commonplace?
0: Well, yeah, because there was never a point in the movie where they're like, what is that thing? Oh, my God. Like, they were just like... (laughs) Oh, another alien. Ew. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, like they didn't seem it just makes me wonder like, what is this universe? Where robots are normal, people aren't see, shocked by them.
1: And I think these are questions that still haven't even to this day been addressed. Man. They definitely haven't been addressed.
0: Can't believe um, it took me so long to watch this highly influential sci fi flick. It was dope.
1: Well I think we've talked enough.
0: Yes. For now. Yes.
1: Hopefully people are still listening and still enjoying it.
0: I don't know what our next one will be about. We rarely plan these things. We just have these very long conversations.
1: Yeah, and we we finally decided, you know what, we should start recording these things because maybe other people want to listen to us rant about films. Maybe, yeah. So if you guys have any suggestions for other movies that you would like to hear us ping pong back and forth about, let us know. We'll uh, we'll
0: see if Jason already owns it on Blu-ray.
1: I own a lot of blu ray If he
0: doesn't... I'll download it, because he doesn't know how to do that.
1: Uh, I do (laughs) know. I just prefer not to. Prefer not to. Okay. Because that's illegal, Judy, and we are not allowed to promote illegal behavior on the internet.
0: You're correct. I meant Netflix, Yes, of course.
1: Of course. We will Netflix the torrent.
0: Yeah. Which I pay for. Yes. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you.
1: And uh, if you think we missed anything, if you think we said anything wrong, if you can come up with a name... For the Uh, Hawaiian shirt, man. Of the Hawaiian (laughs) shirt, man. This is really going to bug me. Well, you can literally just look it up. I can literally look it up, but that's not how we roll, man. No, man. We are prepared or we're never prepared. Yeah,
0: no looking anything up while talking. We know it or
1: we'll never know. This is Judy and Jason, last survivors of this escapade, signing off.